Hello, this is The Voice in the Darkness, and I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Whether you are at home or at work, in your car, on vacation, or maybe you're in a hospital room recovering, no matter where you are, I am so excited and um, glad that you are here today. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage, to uplift, and to enlighten. So many people around the world today are walking through hard times, difficult situations, or you might be even experiencing a life transition. No matter where you are, no matter what situation you're in, I want to encourage you today that you can make it, that you can endure, that you will come out of this on top. You will thrive even while you're going through. I want to encourage you that you can thrive while walking through your process. God is the Lord still of the process, not only of your outcome of victory that you will have, but he's also the Lord of the process. He's training you. He's equipping you. He's showing you so many things and and, and causing our eyes to open on sometimes showing us things about ourselves. And so I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to throw in the towel and feel overwhelmed. You know, because sometimes we feel like we're in this by ourselves, that no one else is experiencing it. But I want to encourage you today that not only have you experienced it, thousands and thousands of others have experienced it. I have experienced hard times. I have walked through difficult times. But I am here to tell you God is faithful. He brought me through. He is still bringing me through day in and day out through different situations. And he's faithful. I want you to know he is faithful. Do not give up and do not throw in the towel. Okay, which brings me to this week's topic, this week's title of this episode. It's called Forget the Past and Be Fruitful. Forget the past and be fruitful. I want to encourage you today, whoever is listening, whether, you know, you could be in your car and you just happen to say, hey, let me get this podcast or you got a ding or a notification on your phone and you're listening right now. I want to encourage you. I want you to really tune in and listen and hear, you know, what God wants to speak to you right now in this hour. And I really, you know, believe that this is a special episode about forgetting the past and being fruitful. You know, sometimes it's hard to let go of hard situations in our lives. Um, we feel like we we almost have memory recall. Something keeps like a ticker tape. It plays over your hard situation or whatever it is that you've been walking through. It'll, it'll come up in your mind day in and day out over and over again. And it can be hard sometimes to just forget. And sometimes the pain of it or the trauma of a situation is deep within our hearts. And and we walk through things and we remember them. And it's hard for us. And and, and when we remember it, it kind of causes us to keep feeling that pain, keep feeling that um 
maybe hurt or anger or bitterness or unforgiveness over again, like reliving those hard times over and over again. But I want to encourage you the importance of um, allowing God to heal us and to forgetting that past so we can grab a hold of the new things that he wants to bring into your life, into my life, into our lives. And he, and God really wants us to be fruitful. Um, I know you heard that over and over again, but really we are to live an abundant life. We're called to live a fruitful life, not just in one area, but I'm totally convinced that it's God's desire, his plan for us to live an abundant life, a fruitful life in every area. And if there's a lack in one area, then guess what? That's a great place to begin to extend your faith and, and read the word and get more teaching on whatever area that you feel is scarce in your life because I, I believe that it is the will of God to bring us into a place of fruitfulness in every area of our lives. So I want to talk to you about a person in the Bible, which, you know, this is one of my favorite books, but a person in the Bible who is an amazing character, an amazing person who had a, a very peculiar life and his name was Joseph. And I'm going to paraphrase a little bit about Joseph. And then I want you to go to Genesis 41. And just hear a little bit about his life. Joseph um, was um, a child that was born in um, his mom's older age and to Jacob. And Jacob loved um, Rebecca. And she gave birth to Joseph and she also had another son, Benjamin. But as we know, um, Joseph was favored, very favored by his dad. Um, I believe that we should love and favor all of our children and we should love them um, eternally, immensely with a love that's unconditional. And, and sometimes as parents, we can tend to have a lean and a bend towards um, one child, maybe because their temperament, maybe because they remind us of something good. And maybe this other child can be a harder child to raise because of their temperament. And as parents, we're imperfect people, but we have to lean on the grace of God, not to be impartial to the children, to the gifts that God has given us. And so I want to encourage you um, to, to allow God to expand you in that, because when we see in this passage, Joseph was loved and he was favored. And I believe that his, his parents, um, you know, showed him this type of favor that allowed the other siblings um, to have maybe envy and jealousy in their hearts because they saw how their dad and their mom favored Joseph and gave him this coat of many colors. And Joseph was just a prized um, individual, a prized child. And he had many dreams and he had um, things that um, God opened up to him. And sometimes when you're young, you're zealous. You don't have a lot of wisdom <laughs> yet. You're still growing and maturing. And, and we see that Joseph shared everything. He told everything to his siblings, to his parents. He was like, oh, I had this dream. I had this dream. I had this dream. And it just, I believe, opened up the hearts of his siblings to even um, have more um um, envy or, or jealousy or bitterness in their heart towards their brother. And as we see, they put their brother in a pit 
and they sold him into slavery. He was sold into slavery. And we see that they took him down um, to Egypt. And so now Joseph is living a whole nother life. And I'm paraphrasing for you because you can read this for yourself, but I really want to get us through some times with Joseph. Joseph's life was very um, difficult, but throughout his life, he found favor. Many of you under the sound of my voice could have been, um, you could even be in a situation right now that is very difficult. Or you could look at your past and say, man, I've had some hardships. I've had hard times and things have been very, very severe for you. And I want to encourage you, just like the story of David and his life, uh, not David, David too, but Joseph. Um, and he, he was not only um, sold by his brothers into slavery and taken to Egypt, but then he was put in jail. So he was put in jail because he was accused of touching Potiphar's wife falsely. So it was a false accusation. His heart was right before God. And we see in the scriptures that his wife um, desired um, Joseph and, and Joseph kept his heart right and pure. And he said, listen, uh, my master have given me access to everything here, but to you. And I will not do that and sin against my God. And he ran from her and she grabbed his coat and screamed and said, look, 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 he tried to um, take advantage of me. So as a result, he was put in prison. Now it's, it's one thing to be put in prison for something that you've done. And it's another thing to be put in prison unjustly. And so we see now that this man goes to prison for something that he did not do. And, and, and I I want you to see that that can be very traumatic, life changing, life altering for any person in any situation where you're experiencing a trauma for something that um, was done to you. And so we see that in the life of um, Joseph. And then Joseph, while in prison, had the opportunity to reveal dreams to the baker and the cupbearer. And he was like, hey, remember me. okay? remember me when you get out and and listen to me. They forgot him. Many of you today under the sound of my voice have been forgotten. You have been forgotten. Maybe it has been by a coworker or by your boss or by your family members or by your spouse or children or relatives, or you've been forgotten or you feel forgotten even by God. And, and, and that happened to Joseph. Joseph was forgotten. And so he walked through difficult times in his life. And I want to encourage you, if you've walked through hardships or loss in relationships, or maybe a loss of job, loss of finances, Maybe you could have lost your home to foreclosure during this time in the pandemic or you lost family members or maybe there could have been a death in your family, a death of a child, a death of a friend, a death of a spouse. Or maybe you could have walked in a a, a hardship where you were imprisoned or a family member was imprisoned or you walked through accusation. Okay, you were accused. Whether um, your accusation that came against you was um, false or whether it was true, this accusation that has come has hit to the core of who you are. Whether you are doing something wrong or if there's sin in your life or whether you're doing something right and the attack is coming because you're doing things right, you're in obedience. Nonetheless, 
nonetheless, under the sound of my voice, you've experienced hard times. And in that place, it's very, very easy to feel like you want to give up. It's very easy to feel hopeless. It's very easy to feel disillusioned and overwhelmed by the pressures of life. But I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage your heart. I want you to know that things are shifting. Yes, I can say that with confidence, things are shifting. Be encouraged, things are shifting. The word of God actually tells us that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So you can be in a situation in one day, you know, um, you could be in a situation one day and in a day that situation can turn for you. That's exactly what the scripture is saying. Weeping may endure for a night, but listen, joy will come in the morning. The morning changes. Listen, at midnight, it shifts into a new day, 12.01 a.m. One moment, okay, by a second, it's nighttime. And then the next second, it shifts into daytime. And I want you to know and be encouraged that things are shifting for you. Things are shifting in your situation. Your circumstance is shifting. And I want you to go to Genesis chapter 41. Genesis chapter 41. God allowed the Pharaoh to have a dream. And he had this dream and no one was able to interpret it. No one in the kingdom, no one in Egypt was able to interpret this dream. How about that cupbearer remembered? Oh my goodness. God is going to cause people to remember where you are in this place. Okay. Other people will remember the good things that you've done and he will cause people to remember. And he said, you know what? When I was in prison, there was a man who told me my dream and my dream came to pass. And to make a long story short, they brought Joseph out of prison, changed his garments. Okay. Cut his hair, put him, brought him before the Pharaoh. And he, he told the Pharaoh everything. He told the Pharaoh the dream. He told him everything. And let me tell you what the Pharaoh said. And I'm going to actually start um, in Genesis 41, and I'm going to actually start at 39. If you don't mind, I want to start at 39 because it's really great. It says, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court and all my people will take orders from you. Only I sitting on the throne will have a rank higher than yours. Verse 41, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then the Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand, placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothing, hung a gold chain around his neck. Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command. And wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, kneel down. So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all Egypt. And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh. But no one will lift a hand or foot in the entire land of Egypt without your approval. My goodness. I want you to hear me. 
Things are shifting for you. You possibly are saying, Gwendolyn, what are you talking about? My life is horrible. Things are going horrible. It's no way it can change. It's actually in an impossible place. No one has seen things change in my life, um, in my family's life. It's been this way for generation after generation, family member after family member. It's impossible for things to change. I want you to know things are changing. I want you to know things have already shifted and you're going to begin to see it. I said that weeping endures for a night and joy comes in the morning. One day Joseph was a prisoner and then the next day he was now second in command. I know that's hard to believe, but it's the truth. One day he was a prisoner and woke up and released what God had him to release because he was always a dreamer. He always got these dreams. He always got was bringing out what was in him. There are things that has been in you for years and it's time for it to come out. It's time for those things that's been deep within you, those gifts and talents to come out. And now David had an oper- David, Joseph had an opportunity to release what he had on the inside of him. And it caused for things to just change his entire life. Everything, the direction of his life actually changed now. Now we're going to see things open up, not only for Joseph, but for his entire generation, for his entire family. And things that um, God is shifting right now in your life is not just for you, but it's going to um, touch everyone that's connected to you. Okay. So things will change. Things are shifting. Be encouraged. Joseph was in prison one day. He was second in command under the Pharaoh. Do you hear me? He had the signet ring. He had new garments. He rode in the chariots. They had to kneel before him. And not a decision was made in the land of Egypt without the approval of Joseph, who was second in command. That is beautiful. Get encouraged. This is a great place for you to super Lee, super Lee, I made up that word for you to be super excited. Okay. The second thing I want you to know today is that there is going to be, um, a time of abundance. Okay. There's a time right now. Um, and I know you probably sense it. You can see it in your heart. You possibly have these ideas or you've been putting your hands to some, um, and and things that, you know, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this business, or I'm going to work on this invention, or I'm starting um, a new job, or you're doing a new workout, which you're doing, getting in good health, or maybe you're meeting someone and that relationship is going well. I want you to know that this is a time that you're going to see um, abundance. You're going to see a lot of things in your life um, begin to multiply, begin to grow, begin to increase. You're going to see that. So we see here that in this time and in this season, when um, Joseph was promoted, he was promoted because he actually saw um, the future. He saw that there would be um, seven years of plenty, then seven years of famine. Okay. So he saw this and, 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 and listen, 
I believe that God is positioning you. He's positioning myself. He's positioning the body of Christ. He's positioning so many people to get into position for a mighty harvest, to get into position for the future. It's not just for now. It's not just for to be in abundance sake, just to have abundance, but the abundance is for purpose. The abundance is for preservation. The abundance is for another generation. It's not just for you. So I believe that we things are shifting and things are happening overnight. And then we need to understand that it's happening right now when we're going to see an abundance. There's things that are shifting that you know and possibly already see. You're stepping into some things. Um, you see doors opening, opportunities are opening. There's a brighter future. You can see it. You may have not experienced yet, but you can see it. It's a time now. For you to embrace, for you to accept, for you to begin to walk in the places that God has for you that will be abundantly rich, okay? That's even in your faith, in your prayer life, in your ideas, in, in, in your job, and in, in, in all these things that God is increasing you in this place. Now, I want to tell you, in this place of an abundance you're going to begin to birth those things that was in you since maybe you were a child. Things that you thought about doing and things that you imagined, things that you've been carrying in your heart. In this place now, things will shift and you will come into a place where you have it, where you will be able to do these things. In this place of of things shifting in abundance, there's going to be some birthing. You're going to push out purpose. You're going to push out destiny. And I want to show you that when things shifted, listen, for Joseph, and it shifted overnight, and he was able to discern what God was saying over the nation, and the nation was going to experience and abundance. And during that time, not only was he made second in command, listen, in this place, he was given a wife. Listen, he that finds a wife finds good, a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. When a man, when woman comes together, comes this, comes a harvest, comes that seed is, 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 is put into the woman and it incubates and give birth and a child is being, um, um, birthed and, and, and cultivated in the womb of the woman. And then we see that child come forth. So, so now we see that David is David. Why am I saying David? Maybe I'm going to come back and teach on David, but Joseph is given a wife. Okay. He's given a wife and her name is Asnath and she is the daughter of Potiphar. And Joseph now is in charge of all the land of Egypt. He's 30 years old in the court of Pharaoh. He has this wife now that he has, and she gets pregnant. And Joseph now have twins, twins, his wife give birth to twins. So we now see someone who was barren, someone who was in, in a pit, someone who was imprisoned, 
Someone who is experiencing hardship, sadness, gloom, despair. Who knows if he even was feeling whatever, everything you can imagine he was feeling. And his situation changed overnight and he was put in charge and things became very fruitful. He began to see this abundance and in this place of abundance, he was given a wife and now birthing begins to take place and he give birth. Listen to me to two, to two babies, to two sons instead of one. Instead of having one, this birthing take place and it's beautiful. So now we see in verse 50, during this time, before the first of the famine years, so now they're still in abundance. So before famine even came, before that time came, he is now having two children. And listen, It says, and Joseph named the older son Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my troubles and everyone in my father's family. And in in 52, it says, Joseph named his second son Ephraim, for he said, God has made me fruitful in the land of my grief. So there are things that Joseph pushed forth with his wife. Destiny came out of, out of, out of Joseph loins. Purpose came out of Joseph loins. And I believe there's some things that you're going to push forth. Listen to me. Destiny and purpose will come forth out of your loins. But listen, what, what came forth out of Joseph was not just a lineage. It was not just a blessing, but God said, listen, I will cause you to forget your troubles. I will cause you to forget your hardships. Listen, many of you today, you need God to help you to forget. And why would you even say you need to forget? Let me tell you, because sometimes holding on to dark places in the past will keep you crippled from expecting and for stepping into your new place. It kills your expectation. It kills your hope. You know why? Because of the grieving, because of the constant memory recall of every situation and hardship in your life. And I believe God wants you to forget. And he wanted Joseph to forget. And that first child was Manasseh. God made me forget all of my troubles. I honestly believe that in this place where things, listen, are shifting and then you're you're going to begin to see this abundance, but God will cause you to let go of the past. He's going to cause you to let go of the grief, to let go of the anger, to let go of the bitterness, to let go of the hardships, to let go of the sadness, the death, the gloom. He's going to cause you to let it go. Why? Because Ephraim was next and Ephraim was on the way. God, listen, Ephraim was, God made me fruitful in the land of my grief. So I honestly believe in that same place where the enemy tried to torture you, kill you and wipe you out, whether it's been in a foreclosure and that same place where the enemy tried to strip you of your home and your job, God will bless you with a better home. He will bless you with a larger home, with increase, with a better job, with your own business. He will cause you to be fruitful in the same place where there was grief. I believe in this season that we are coming into a fruitfulness and abundance in the places that were hard, in those places that didn't want to yield 
sold a harvest, but it's time. Many of you need, if you're driving in your car, you need to say it's time. It's time for the harvest. It's time for the land to begin to yield its increase. Even in those hard places where it says, even in Psalm 65 and 11, God is going to crown this year with a bountiful harvest. And even in those hard places, that's the end, the new living translation. He's going to cause it to be an abundance, even in those hard places. I believe that hard places will yield a fruitfulness in this hour because God is going to do it for you. What are you saying, Gwendolyn? I'm saying be encouraged. Things are shifting. Be encouraged. Number one, things are shifting. Number two, listen, it is time for the abundance. It is time for the abundance. And as that thing shift, you're going to see the, the abundance. You're going to see the birthing begin to happen. And listen, in that birthing, destiny is coming forth. Breakthrough is coming forth. And as we see for Joseph, God caused him to forget. He's going to cause you to forget. And as we see, he also had that second baby, that twin, listen, and God caused him to be fruitful in the place where there was grief. And it said in verse 53, which is beautiful, at last, the seven years of bumper crops throughout the land of Egypt came to an end. Listen, my God, there was a bumper crop and I looked up bumper crop and bumper crop is, it's an unusually productive harvest. So I believe the fruitfulness that's, that God is releasing in this hour to his servants, those who've been faithful, those who are working, those diligent hands shall rule. It's going to be a bumper crop. Why is there going to be a bumper crop? It's for positioning for the future. Because listen, it did come to an end, but I believe God is strategically positioning you to be able to be a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing. He will take care of you. He will take care of your family. All you have to do is continue to obey him and take care of his business and he'll take care of yours. You're being positioned. Listen for the future. Joseph was positioned. Listen, this whole trial in his life was not for trial's sake, but it was for a purpose. He realized what my brothers meant for evil. So you have to think higher and say what the enemy, because we know we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. So you got the word of the Lord tells us that my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. As the heavens are higher than yours, so are my ways and thoughts higher than yours. So we got to come up higher and realize that we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. The enemy hates you. He hates your family, hates your bloodline. Why? Because of Christ. And so we see that the enemy came to destroy, but listen, God comes to give us life and life more abundantly. And Joseph shifted and he realized that what you meant for evil, God meant to use it for my good because God knew that there was an inheritance. God knew that there was an, a legacy that the enemy wanted to cut off, but not so, not so, not now, not ever. You have to be positioned for your future. You have to be positioned to preserve what God wants to bring forth in this hour. So what am I saying today? I'm saying forget 
the past because it's time for you to be fruitful. Forget and let go of those things in the past. Why am I saying this? Because it's critical. It's important. Joseph was positioned for greatness, but there were some key things that happened and had needed to happen in order for this thing to, to come forth. And I believe that it's key for you and I to begin to release that which is old, to release the former seasons, even the former victories, even the, even some of the good things. Is it is it bad to remember some good things? No. Is it bad maybe to remember, oh my God, this hard place will make me grateful. That's okay if it brings you to a place of gratefulness. But if remembering the past keeps bringing you to a low place that you're unproductive, then that's what we need to forget. Okay, that's what we need to forget because God wants you to be fruitful. Yes, he does. God wants me to be fruitful. God wants his servants, his children to be fruitful. And I honestly believe that we're going to see some great things in this hour. Just like Joseph walked through hardship, loss, and and he went through the pit. He was in prison. But in a day, things shifted. Things are shifting for you. Be encouraged. Things are shifting. Your season is changing. There is going to be um, abundance that's going to hit you in many ways, in many ways, in different facets that will release a new birthing. And as we see, Joseph was given a wife. Listen, in this time of abundance, And she gave birth to Manasseh and Ephraim. There are going to be some Manassehs and Ephraims that will be birthed. Get ready. Get excited. Get positioned. Listen, because you're going to be positioned for your future. As you forget, listen, you are called to be fruitful. My goodness. You are called to be fruitful. Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you that you should go forth and bear fruit and your fruit will remain. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to A Voice in the Darkness, to rate it on the Apple podcast and give me a review. And maybe you can share it with a friend or a loved one. I would so appreciate it. So until next time, I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte, with a voice in the darkness, signing off.